Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. If you're ever injured in an accident and you're worried about if a lawyer is going to cost you too much money, the advocates, they will provide help for you. No out-of-pocket costs until your case is settled. You pass the stress of your accident off to the advocates. That helps you focus on getting better. To find out how the advocates can help you, you can call them free of charge, 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. Montana's only daily sports talk show, Nuanez Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! caffeinating like it's a Friday, but it's only a Wednesday. Hope you're having a phenomenal midweek day. Welcome in. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Maybe you're watching SWX Montana Television. Myself, Coulter Nuanas, coming to you through the Northwest Motorsports Studio, joined by my great friend and colleague, Rajim Seabrook. It's a moving target that Daisy shows up, but we love having him here. Yo. Thanks so much for being here, man. I know it was, uh, la- did you say last day of school? So this is last day of school for what, middle schools now? No, it's the last day for Missoula County Public Schools. Oh, so okay. there's just a lot of energy, a um, lot of people coming in because, you know, school systems out are, you know, across the country are out. So right. a lot of travelers coming in, a lot of grandmas and grandpas on the road today. Uh, it's a good day, man. It's a, it's a, it's a great day. Well, thank you so much for being here. All of you out there and Rajim here. Northwest Motorsport, new to Missoula, new to Montana. You can find them on the corner of Stevens and Mount. You can also visit online at nwmsrocks.com. Largest inventory of trucks you're going to find anywhere in the Pacific Northwest. All sorts of stuff to get to today. One thing we've been doing around here lately is uh, sometimes I have these broad questions and these broad things to think about, and I like really hashing stuff out. And uh, so sometimes... 
myself and Andrew out and have a discussion that then sometimes I have that similar discussion with some of our other contributors around here. So we are going to talk some Big Sky Conference football. We're also going to continue to talk about the Live Tour, but more importantly, why is there such a huge monopoly in professional sports? Could Live Golf, despite all of its unsavory backing, be sort of a blueprint backing aside for other pro sports leagues to rise up? Why hasn't there been a pure football league to the NFL over all these years, despite the great thirst for football in this country? We're also going to have a couple fun guests in. Uh, kind of a little bit of a community spotlight day today. A lot of times we do our community spotlight stuff on Tuesdays, particularly the first Tuesday of each month when we have our Pepsi Youth Sports segment. But because of scheduling stuff, we couldn't knock it out yesterday, but it's the first Wednesday of June. So one of our good friends, Jayton Simpson, he's going to swing by. He's from the City Life Center, and uh, they are one of the presenting sponsors and hosts of next weekend. That's Father's Day weekend, June uh, 16th through the 18th. The Garden City Shootout, an awesome three-on-three tournament down there at Southgate Mall. So Jay Todd will swing in about 445 to give us more details on that. Also that same weekend, a great celebration of our Indigenous peoples. The Indigenous Heritage Celebration will take place at Ogren Park Allegiance Field down there, the Missoula Paddlehead Stadium. We are helping present this, but it's put on by the All Nations Health Center. And Thomas McClure from All Nations will join us to give us more information about that as well. Hour number two, we have our ESPN Roundtable, which usually we feature as an interview. But today we're actually going to play a little game. We're going to have some analysis. We're going to talk all the way around the NFL. Andrew Houghton has a couple blindside-style questions for us that we have not prepared for. So he will ask the same prompt to the two of us to uh, prompt a discussion, stimulate a discussion. And then we will have uh, another question that I also want to do, something I've been teasing for a couple days. Uh, who's going to have the most different records in the NFL, better or worse? Who's going to just have an objectively different record than they did in 2021? We will discuss. And it's so crazy. The rhythm of the playoffs is so fun because you have basketball basically from when the conference tournaments for college hoops start in early March all the way until the Eastern Conference or, or Western, I guess the conference finals in the NBA end. And then once the finals come around, we have like four or five days between games. We've been used to watching hoops like pretty much every night. And then it's just like, it seems like it takes forever between games. But we have an NBA Finals game tonight. Game three, dare I say, a pivotal game three between the Golden State Warriors and the Boston Celtics at the TD Garden. One of the great home court advantages uh, in pro sports. So it's sort of weird though, right? Getting in the rhythm of watching hoops seriously every night from the conference tournaments through the March Madness, through the NBA playoffs, and then... It just seems like this NBA Finals is already, I don't want to say dragging, but it's, it's you want more. Give me more action. Um, I say give me more sun on my skin and That's get true. me out of the, the den of, of, of Doritos and <laughs> body armors and bad advertising on television. It's, it makes me realize it's time to get out and, and, and air, air, air out. Um, well, that's part of the reason why I want to get uh, the final. I want to continue to follow the finals. It's a good matchup. Oh, it's but a great I to, matchup. But I, to, but I totally agree with you. By the time Memorial Day rolls around, I'm ready to not sit inside and watch TV at all. I'm ready to go do all of the great things you can do in Missoula outside. But I do want to sit here and enjoy this finals, too. So it's it's interesting dichotomy. No, for me, I, I'm a great attention uh, uh, to sometimes the weather around me. I love the weather. But it's... Um, we only get like 42 days every summer to actually like have totally. that. So for me, it's sort of like, okay, the NBA Finals means summer. But this NBA Finals in particular, and I know we're going to touch upon this later, um, it's actually keeping me inside because it's it's what I think um, 
could be a return to greatness in, in parody on the East Coast and West Coast. Um, and I'm really looking forward to taking a moderate mezzo deep dive into it with you. So there you go. That's your show outlook. It's presented by Brett Wahlberg and the Wahlberg team. Wahlberg team, the official realtors of Grizz Athletics. Any questions you might have in the real estate world around Western Montana, give Brent and his team a call today. Go get that ESPN Montana app. It's a great way to stream this show, listen to this show anywhere in the world, live and archived. You can also always stream the show on our station website, 1029ESPN.com. And if you want to be a part of the discussion, call us and or text us, 406 406- Triple eight one zero two nine. The biggest news in the Montana world of sports today is the beginning of the NCAA Outdoor Track and Field Championships. And in my 16 years covering the Big Sky Conference, the only school that really sends a variety of athletes to the NCAA Outdoor Championships for track and field is Northern Arizona. Well, now NAU's got five athletes there starting today, and so does Montana State. An outstanding um, ascension by the Montana State Track and Field Program. And not only do the Bobcats have five athletes in the field, they have five athletes that are competitive within these the, the marks that have already been set. They got five athletes with All-American aspirations. And they got a couple young men, including one, Duncan Hamilton, who joined us on this show yesterday, who truly has national championship aspirations. The men's steeplechase takes place at 6.02 tonight, 6.02 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, 502 from Eugene, Oregon, Tracktown, USA. Duncan Hamilton has the second fastest qualifying time in the country in the race. So he is certainly in the mix for All-American honors. He was an All-American a year ago, a first-team All-American, I should say, a year ago, placing fifth in this event. Uh, But he's got designs on even higher finish than that. Levi Taylor, who's also a Montana native, a Laurel product, he will run in that same race wearing his Bobcat jersey. Drake Schneider, the outstanding 400-meter hurdle runner. He runs the uh, long hurdle semifinals tonight at 7.30 p.m. And uh, then you have two other athletes, Colby Wilson, who will be competing in the pole vault starting at 6 p.m. tonight. And then Lucy Corbett, she'll have to wait till Saturday, the outstanding high jumper from Bozeman, who's been a multiple-time All-American already. She also probably in the mix for... uh, at least national championship consideration, depending on how everybody jumps. So we'll get you all set up for all of that and uh, also get you results as uh, the national championship outdoor cha- or the uh, NCAA, excuse me, outdoor national championship track meet plays out in Eugene. Uh, the Montana Football Hall of Fame is also coming up. I'll have profiles uh, for the biography section of our inductees this year on Shan Schillinger and Blade McLemore, a, a couple former great Grizzlies who went on to play in the NFL. Bill Lamberty, Montana State uh, Sports Information Director over there for the Montana State Athletic Department. He's got stories on Dane Fletcher and Rock Gullickson. And then we also collaborated on a nice feature on Jim Sweeney as well. Sweeney, a Butte product who coached at MSU for five years in the early 60s before rising to great heights at Fresno State and turning them into a bona fide uh, power. So um, stay tuned for those. We will have uh, some... We'll have all of those printed on SkylineSportsMT.com leading up to the Montana football a Hall of Fame. Rajiv Seabrook in studio with me, Coulter Nuanas. It's Nuanas now. Uh, first of all, what's been going on, man? I feel like have I, I feel like we've had so many changes in environment doing this show together lately that I have, I'm having a hard time tracking when the last time I seen you, but good to see you. I feel, well, I feel like we did the show either the week before, mm. the weekend before Memorial Day. I can't, that's I was, right, I was that's there right, Thursday. La- this last week, I was in Helena 
uh, right. for that golf Bingo. tournament. And so then I, I missed you because you were not available on on uh, Friday last week. So, yeah, so the moving target. But uh, Yeah, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. It's a WTF kind of <laughs> schedule. <laughs> yes, that was done. They're able to then set up on the defensive end. And the only way you move those crowds for Jason and Jalen is to move the basketball and have your role players keep defenses honest. Kiddos. Uh, both. You got... You got Sentinel just broke camp for football again, so yep. that's huge. Um, I'm hearing camp, uh, at least uh, some walkthroughs have been going on at Missoula Helgi as well. Yes. Uh, that That's of interest because Ryan Nelson takes over at Missoula Hellgate, so uh, hearing good returns early, only Ridiculous. Two, two, three days in, but uh, Brian Salonen, great friend of this show, and uh, a guy who's helped out at Hellgate for uh, several years, yes. now former Grizz great who played in the NFL for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, he was telling me... Um, that they had like 30-plus kids there, which for Hellgate, that's a great number. That's a great number. And and what uh, Coach Rye brings to the program, if you look historic, he, he brings order. He brings he brings some discipline. And, and and he brings some chops to the to, to Hellgate, you know, coming over from our neighboring community over there in Frenchtown. So um, even though they are nemesis on the field, sure. I'm always happy to, to, to see a program um, make some leaps and bounds. And, and he's going to bring it. Well, you, I mean, you always want a good opportunity for the kids, and you always want everybody to be totally. as competitive as possible. Reggie, for those who haven't been following along, has been coaching over there at Sentinel the last several years, had a uh, key hand in uh, Sentinel's back-to-back state championships. The, the most interesting question I have for Ryan Nelson, and we'll have him on the show sometime this summer leading up to this next fall, is Ryan Nelson led Frenchtown to the playoffs five years in a row at the mm-hmm. Class A level, and they won playoff games each of the last two seasons. Mm-hmm. But that was a reignition of phenomenal and, uh, in some ways, peerless tradition. Frenchtown absolutely has some of the best tradition of any high school football program in the state of Montana. Tim Roscoe is one of the great coaches in the history of, of high school football in Hands Montana. Down. I mean, he won, I think, 11 or 12 state championships. They were, yep. even when they were playing at the Class B level, they were dominant. I mean, I remember when we were at Big Sky... When we were playing JV, we would go scrimmage the Frenchtown varsity, and they would kick our butts, man. They would kill us. Yeah, they were. I mean, and I, I played several years of minor league football, and I played with a lot of the cats. A lot that of Frenchtown Kate, guys. Yeah. A lot of Frenchtown cats. You know, Kyle, Chris, Roush, the Roush brothers, Scotty Glessner, uh, Big Al, um, just were, and his brother. Frenchtown kids are always tough. Always tough, and I mean, just and and. And and I want to say nasty, not For dirty. Sure, and I, and I want I want to clarify sure. that like a dirty player is not a nasty player. These like I love playing with Frenchtown boys and uh, football. That is, and uh, it was what a great experience. And and those I mean they ran the option, they ran spread, right. they ran RPO, like uh, just great experience, a great group of guys, and and, and like you said, a historical pr- a powerhouse, a, a great program. So Ryan Nelson took over Frenchtown, and he needed to reignite that tradition because when uh, Tim Roscoe left and. First down was pretty good, and then they had a little bit of a lull, and they weren't very good, and that was sort of surprising. A lot of people sort of pinned it on them moving up to Class A and being in that Southwestern A, which is a very competitive conference with you know the likes of Dillon and Hamilton, who are also bona fide Class A powers. But that's a completely different challenge than what faces Ryan Nelson at Hellgate. Hellgate does not have football tradition. They at least have not had any sort of football success since the early 1990s under, under Jeff Don. I believe the the official statistic is 18 wins in the last 19 years for the Hellgate Knights at the varsity level. So it is a steep challenge, but also I think uh, very welcome to the Hellgate community, to the Missoula community, and the AA community to have a proven winning coach uh, taking over the program. And uh, if they can keep building the numbers, that's one of the uh, the baselines of of success when it comes to 
uh, high school football for sure. I want to ask you about this. I don't know how much you've been following this, but I, I don't necessarily think we need to spend too much time on the details of it. It just leads us to a broader conversation, and that's about the Live Golf Tour. So the Live Golf Tour is now officially live, shall we say. Greg Norman is one of the spearheaders. The backing of this comes from uh, some pretty unsavory characters in Saudi Arabia. That's one of the pieces of controversy. The other piece of controversy is that this Live Golf Association is offering unbelievable sums of money for golfers to leave the PGA. The PGA Tour has basically drawn a line in the sand and said, if you go play in the Live Tour, you forfeit your PGA Tour card. Well, that seemed like it was going to be a deterrent. And then all of a sudden, Phil Mickelson leads the way. First domino. He joins the Live Tour. Then Dustin Johnson, one of the biggest stars in the game, follows. Then major championship winners like Patrick Reed and Bryson DeChambeau. They throw their names in the hat. Then Ricky Fowler, one of the most marketable guys in golf, throws his name in the hat. And the PGA seems like they might be helpless in this situation because they have no jurisdiction over the four majors. These players can still play in majors, and now they're leaving a tour for a different tour, and it looks like the main motivation is purely money. So uh, we don't have to spend too much time on this specific because I do want to have a conversation just about uh, competing sports leagues at the pro sports level in mm-hmm. general. But what do you think of this? Because it's a, it's definitely a fascinating dynamic, right? It's a fascinating dynamic, but it's also one of those dynamics that are it, it comes down to everything in this world, sadly. It comes down to money. For sure, man. And then, and then within money, organized or not, uh, it comes down to polarization. They, people want to politicize this thing with having the Saudi government be such a huge sponsor and some of the amnesty violations and all that. Here's the thing. There's a lot of money in golf. I don't care who backs it. And then historically, if you look at the money that backs golf, that's not the cleanest money on the planet either. So like, before you point a finger at someone, remember you got three more pointing back to you when you're you're having that fist. Like, let people do what they're going to do. And if it usurps your construct, you need to change. See, this is, yeah, this is where I'm sort of torn on it because I thought Andrew, uh, Andrew Houghton, our producer, made such a great point yesterday. He was saying that uh, so much of the, the involvement of the controversial money here is the Saudis are not necessarily even caring about the success of this league as, as much as they're trying to get you to think about something else when you think of that money totally. than, than some of the unsavory and or you know, even murderous things that are, that are happening on that neck of the woods. That said, that's the sort of the, the nuance of this argument is if you really want to break down where all the money comes from that funds all pro sports across the entire globe, exactly. if you dig into all of it, there's uh, probably a significantly higher chance than what people want to believe that isn't from necessarily the, the uh, most pure of sources. Oh, that's uh, that goes without saying. So that it goes back to, you know... Don't point that finger because if, if you reverse that lens and look through it through a new frame, like the same thing can be applied to many of the institutions and constructs you just spoke on. Nuan is now ESPN Radio. Uh, Thomas McClure from the All Nations Health Center coming Woo! up in about, oh, 15 minutes. Uh, Thomas just walked in the door, but we will keep on rapping for you uh, just, you know, so we can stay on Tommy's brilliantly designed clock. <laughs> so Thomas McClure, All Nations Health uh, coming up, we're going to talk about the Indigenous Heritage Celebration coming up at the Missoula Paddleheads Field next weekend. So stay tuned for that about 15 minutes out. Thomas will join us uh, in studio. But th- uh, this Live Golf Tour 
versus the PGA, just from a pure business standpoint, I find fascinating. Take any of the political stuff out of it, where the money comes from, any of that. Mm-hmm. They are basically headhunting and outbidding the PGA for their athletes. Absolutely. And it, it makes me think of, then, a larger discussion. The NBA does not have a global monopoly, although the NBA is the premier basketball league in the world. But there are a couple other leagues in which there's very, very very good players, especially in Europe. Mm-hmm. The NFL, you know, football is not necessarily an international sport, so the NFL does kind of has a monopoly on it all, but there's not really any football being played at that high of a level outside of you know, North America. Right. Baseball, whatever. What I'm getting at, though, is the PGA seemed like it had the largest monopoly of anything because the PGA was controlling the European Tour, the Asian Tour. Everybody that's playing golf is playing golf for the PGA. Mm-hmm. I think that's why they're throwing such a fit about this disruption. But then it makes me harken back to football because there's a voracious appetite for football in this country. People are obsessed with football. Now that sports gambling is becoming so commonplace, it's only going to continue to accelerate. Now that name, image, and likeness is, is you know, the lid's off of that, it's going to continue to accelerate. If you can make money on it in a legal oh, way when you're already making money absolutely. on it in an illegal way, then it's going to keep going. That is then brings to the question, though, why is it that now there's this golf league that has completely thrown the PGA into a state of disarray? We've never had a competing football league. There's been so many organizations that tried – and they couldn't make it happen. They failed so quickly, especially most recently, the AAF. Why? Why is it that uh, football seems to only reside in the powers of these 32 NFL teams? Part of it is, as with anything, especially in real estate these days, timing and location, right? By the time these spring football leagues come around, the attention span isn't there because, as we talked about maybe eight minutes ago, yeah. life is happening outside. People want to sure. grill. People want to go fishing. People want to go camping. Yeah. But also not having the vestment from the league, almost like that blessing, that 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 kissing or sharing of the torch. Yeah. We are passively not supporting it as well. We live in a passive society where we passively engage in things. And if the if the powers that be sometimes don't support it, then we don't support it. So let's say that the 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 uh, the secondary or opposing or whatever you you want to say league yeah. of football yeah. wasn't in the spring. Because I do agree with the attention span part of this. What if it wasn't in the spring? Would it just be too overshadowed in the fall? Well, I, I, I think there's also too much competing when you throw in high school and college. Sure. Um, but so, don't you think that there's a certain number of people that would just watch football on Wednesday and Thursday nights? Yeah, I'm standing in a room full of them. For sure. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but at the same time, it's it's the way it's marketed, the brand itself. The NFL, pun intended, has put such a shield and a crest on what football should be yep. that if, if there's no, if there isn't a duplicitous nature of that, if there's if the replication, duplication of that isn't exact, people don't want part of it. And the iterations of other forms of football have have just not been up to snuff in comparison to. That's partly, that's exactly right. Nuana's now ESPN Radio. Coulter Nuana's Rajim Seabrook coming to you through the Northwest Motorsports Studio. The number one thing I think about when I think about this golf phenomenon that we see going on right now, what did the Live Tour go and do? They went and just straight up bought probably six of the, what, 12 or 14 most famous names in golf? Like, they already got half of the dudes. The only dudes they don't have already, this has only been going for one week, Tiger Woods, Brooks, Kepka, 
Roy McIlroy, Jordan Spieth, Bubba Watson. I mean, but there's, you know, Justin Thomas. Matter of time. But that's what I'm saying. Like, at least a matter of time before at least those guys get offered, whether they say yes or not. So that's part of it. I think that's the biggest issue that any competing football league would have is because we see this this new iteration of the USFL. And look at the guys that are playing in the USFL. A bunch of guys that were really good players in the Big Sky Conference. Like Case Cookus from Northern Arizona. Absolutely. He's a quarterback. Kyle Slaughter from Northern Colorado. He's a quarterback. But we know about those guys as people that follow an FCS league, but those guys are so far away from NFL guys. That's the difference, right? If if the USFL could go steal Dalvin Cook and Derek Carr and Kirk Cousins and, like, a bunch of pretty good players, they would have a lot more brand-name recognition. I think that's the issue is, like, in, it can happen in an individual sport because you can go buy totally. six guys. Totally. You'd have to go buy multiple teams. And I think it's – the other thing I think is it's so hard for – any pro league to build any teams that are better in the public consciousness than Alabama and Auburn and Georgia and Florida and LSU. <laughs> I, I hear you. And I wrote teams versus Indies like that. It's easier to pluck an individual. Um, that's why tennis can be what it is. That's why uh, I hate to say it. Fe- not hate to say it. What am I? T- too much caffeine, not enough brain. Um, <laughs> Thanks sports coffee for getting yeah. us caffeinated today. <laughs> uh, <laughs> The individual sports allows for the the it's I think an easier transition within a transaction to have happen. Why are you so smart, man? <laughs> and and I spoke ignorantly to emphasize that. Why are you so smart, Mike? <laughs> well, uh, we will return to. I want to actually talk some Big Sky Conference football too, but we'll do that a little later on in the show as part of our ESPN roundtable. We'll also continue talking some more uh, NFL as well. But we uh, one last note, though, on this frame. I just wanted to get your thoughts on this because I think it's fun and I think it's fascinating. Samari Torre, former Grizz receiver who graduate transferred to Nebraska, he's now mm-hmm. playing for the Green Bay Packers and he's making waves. Yes. Lance McCutcheon, formerly of Montana State, he is uh, trying to make the roster with the Los Angeles Rams, but he's also got a lot of good feedback. But I just think it would be very cool if these two dudes who play college football in Montana were to make it because uh, the main thing I was thinking about is in this day and age with these 53-man rosters, if you make the roster as a receiver, you're going to be like the fifth or sixth receiver on the roster. You're going to play. Like, if Samari Torre makes the team, he's going to be catching passes from Aaron Rodgers. Not, oh, totally. a ton, not a ton, but he will get in games and he will catch passes. Well, absolutely. And then when you, you you put up the practice squad, too, that's another. And that got expanded this year, too, to sure. X amount of players. Like, it just opens up the door. And I think a guy like Samari, who is still sorely missed, um, he, he he could not just make a ripple, but I think he can make a wave. Look what he did once he left here, and he's just ready. Ah, love that kid. Couple fun events coming up these next couple weekends. We are going to the uh, EB Craney Awards, the Radio Broadcasting and Television Awards for the state of Montana on uh, this upcoming weekend on Saturday. So that will be very fun. Hopefully we return with good news once again. And hardware. you got to have some more hardware. Uh but then the following weekend, a couple really fun events here in Missoula. Mm-hmm. The Indigenous Heritage Celebration celebration will take part down at the uh, Missoula Paddlehead Stadium, Ogren Park Allegiance Field. It's presented in part by the All Nations Health Center and Thomas McClure from All Nations. He's here to join us in studio, so we'll do that next. And then right after that, another fun community event, the Garden City 3-on-3, hosted by the City Life Center. And the uh, Garden City 3-on-3 coming up that same Father's Day weekend. So how about this? You can go 
play a little hoops, watch a little hoops, then go hang out, celebrate some of our native peoples in Montana. Sounds like a pretty great weekend to me. Well, you will hear from Thomas McClure from All Nations Health Center and then Jayton Simpson from the City Life Center. A little community spotlight back-to-back. Keep it right here. It's Nuanas Now. ESPN Radio. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. College track and field, including five athletes from Montana State, compete in Tracktown USA beginning tonight. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. The NCAA Outdoor Track and Field National Championship meet begins today in Eugene, Oregon. Wednesday evening at 6 p.m., MSU sophomore Colby Wilson will begin the men's pole vault. He's the first MSU pole vaulter to advance to the national meet since 1998. The only MSU vaulter to jump higher than Wilson's personal best mark of 17 feet 7.75 inches is MSU's John Works, the Big Sky and Montana State record holder in the event. A few minutes after the pole vault begins, Duncan Hamilton and Levi Taylor will run in the semifinals of the men's steeplechase. Hamilton, a junior from Bozeman, will be making his sixth consecutive NCAA meet appearance. Hamilton has claimed All-American accolades three times with his best finish, a fifth place showing at the 2021 outdoor meet a year ago in the steeplechase. Hamilton's season best time of 8 minutes, 26 seconds, currently ranks second on the NCAA performance list during this outdoor campaign. Taylor, a native of Laurel, had the eighth best qualifying time at the West Regional Meet and is also in the mix for All-American honors. And finally, MSU senior Drake Schneider will run in his second and final national meet, competing in the semifinals of the 400-meter hurdles at 7.30 tonight. And MSU junior Lucy Corbett competes in the women's high jump on Saturday afternoon. This ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Canyon River Golf Club of East Missoula. What's up, Montana? Welcome back. Nuana's now ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. I know it's hard to believe. Uh, the sun has not been shining like I wish it had been. It's into the 70s today. The Jack Weatherman told me so. But still a little cloudy and uh, overcast. But that doesn't mean that the uh, the summer is not right here. We I was thinking about this the other day. Sometimes we wish time away, and it's just such an unfortunate thing that we do as humans. But we're only 14 days away from the longest day of the year. So the height of summer is right around the corner. And that means one of our favorite summer events is back. we got Thomas McClure in studio. He's from the All Nations Health Center. And next weekend, that's Father's Day weekend, June 16th through the 18th, the All Nations Health Center in association with the Missoula Paddleheads and us here at ESPN Radio 
They are hosting the Indigenous Heritage Celebration down there at Ogren Park Allegiance Field, the Missoula Paddleheads uh, Stadium. We haven't had anybody in studio for this event in a little while, man. Thomas, thanks for being here, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. So, uh, first of all, let's start with the broad of this whole thing. Uh, the Indigenous Heritage Celebration has been going on for a couple years now. So, just tell people sort of how this event came about. How did you guys, uh, I guess, what's sort of the motivation for uh, celebrating uh, the Indigenous Heritage of Montana? Yeah, we had a connection with the Missoula Paddleheads about three or four years ago. I think they reached out to our organization, and we decided to put on uh, several events, and that occurs over, um, it's it's built up to a three-day, three-event weekend now. And this, uh, like you said, is going to be a three-day deal with the first day, June 16th, including a Paddleheads game against the Great Falls Voyagers. But then a bunch of other stuff going on as well. So tell people just about uh, the opening deal. you got a grand entry, some art vendors, all sorts of different things going on. Yeah, the first day is great. Uh, we will begin with drummers, singers, and dancers. They'll be out on the baseball field. We'll do a display of the Montana tribal flags, the American flag, and what we call the colors. And the drummers and dancers and singers will, will do their thing. Last year was really cool because at, right after... Um, uh, the drummers and dancers did their thing. The paddleheads uh, went off that night. They uh, broke, I, I believe, a team record and I believe yeah. a Pioneer League record for home runs. I remember so this. Let's maybe we can do some fact checking on that. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome, man. Well, that it would be sweet if the paddleheads do perform like that again. For anybody <laughs> out there, I know we have, most of our listeners here are, are from the state of Montana, so a little bit of an understanding, at least, of, of Native American culture uh, with so many of uh, the tribes around here. But if you haven't ever seen something like this or you haven't seen it in a while, you should go check this out because, I mean, with these grand entries are pretty they're pretty amazing. I was at the, the powwow in Bozeman, uh, I guess, a couple months ago now, and uh, I hadn't seen one in a while. It's spectacular, man. I mean, the colors and the dancing and the singing and the drums and everything, it's so cool. Yeah, absolutely. The the regalia in the outfits is one of my favorites. So much effort and and, and detail. You know, there's I mean, I can't meaning behind imagine, all of man, it. Like the some of the beading and the feathers and stuff. It's crazy how long that would take to make. It's it's truly beautiful. Um, and yeah, uh, the drummers, dancers, and singers are all doing their thing. So it's a it's it's, it's a truly beautiful display. The June seventeenth, the uh, Indigenous Heritage Celebration continues. And this is sort of a, a talent showcase. So there used to be sort of a talent show, and now you guys kind of have a little bit more of a, a, a lineup, right? Like a headliner lineup here for people to just come out and watch. Yeah, the last few years we've had, you know, people sign up and, and showcase their talent. This time we're bringing some established talent in Chance Rush, Milo Smith, Tia Wood, and it's going to be hosted by a local hip-hop artist, Foreshadow. So, uh... I've, I've heard of some of this foreshadow uh, hip-hop. It's good, man. I, I mean, they got, like, music videos and stuff. I mean, th this is, like, actually, like, a, a legitimate music act from right here in western Montana, right? Yeah, they're dope. He's actually a relative of mine. And oh, they, cool. And they got a studio here in town, and they're right. doing some really awesome things. Because I, I remember I first got introduced to this because they had a little casting call in Missoula because they were making a music video. So they were trying to get you know, some dancers and some extras and stuff like that. And I believe they even shot the... The video up there in Pablo or maybe by St. Ignatius, some of them right, right there at the beginning of the Sailor's Cootie Reservation, right? Yeah, check them out on YouTube uh, at Foreshadow, and then uh, there's a guy, uh, Coulter Olmstead. Mm. He's their videographer. They have some videos online. They shoot up and down the reservation on in the Flyhead, and then here in Missoula as well. Great name, that Coulter guy. You're listening to Nuanas <laughs> Now, ESPN Radio. Thanks so much for kicking it with us on a Wednesday. Thomas McClure from the All Nations Health Center in studio with us, Indigenous Heritage Celebration, June 16th through the 18th 
down there at the Missoula Paddlehead Stadium. And so then the third day, you guys have a, a little 5K. But this isn't uh, this isn't like qualifying for the Boston Marathon, right? This is uh, everybody can be involved in this. You don't even have to run it if you don't want, right? You can just go hang out, walk around by the stadium, by the river. Yeah, it's in the name. We call it a fun run slash walk. Yeah. So, yeah. See, that's what I'm in for. I like I like a 5K walk. Sounds great. <laughs> run, not so much. Yeah, and it's of all ages too. Bring your uh, bring the kiddos, and and we even um, had participants uh, up into what we call the golden age category, 65 plus. Well, that's awesome. It should be a, a fun weekend filled with celebration, particularly of our native peoples uh, here in Montana. If you want to find out more information, go to www.allnations.health. So we'll get you out of here on this time. I actually want to talk a little bit more about just your organization in general because uh, we've worked with you guys since I've been here uh, in Missoula, and it's been a great organization to be in support of. You guys do so many great things in the community, and it's not just about the physical health of, of people in Missoula and western Montana. You guys have a lot of other services too, so just give people the rundown. If they go to All Nations uh, just physically or you know, go check you guys out online, what sort of things have you guys uh, been doing lately? Um, yeah, our, since I've been there, our organization has continuously grown. Uh, maybe we had about 20 or so employees, and now we're up to about 35. We offer medical services, behavioral health services. We actually just got a new dental suite that I'm really excited about. So I was going to ask you this because I was working heavily with the Shane Barnett, who's formerly the director of All Nations Health and now is the director of the uh, Missoula County Health Department. That's right. And uh, he had given me a tour. This was pre-pandemic and I hadn't been down there because obviously everybody's staying away. We're all working from home. But uh, the, the the idea for the dentist had been coming, but that, that's a great addition for you guys because that's a, that's a huge need for Native peoples and all people, right? Absolutely. I'm a big fan of dental health. Right now, we just have preventative health services. Right. We have a hygienist, but we got uh, hopes and dreams. Yeah, that's awesome. And uh, you mentioned the mental health part of this. I think that's a huge hot button issue. Uh, you yourself, you're from RLE, so we were talking about uh, the warrior movement that some of those guys uh, were a part of, and, and we had some of those guys here on the show, you know, Philip Malatar and Will Messeth and, and guys like that. And Zayna Pitts, who's the head coach there, and they were such great advocates for mental health, uh, particularly uh, on the, the reservation that's nearest to us here in Missoula. Uh, but these services are available for people throughout the community, right? Not You don't have to be a Native American to employ these services, correct? That's correct. We serve both Natives and non-Natives. We accept Medicaid, Medicare, and private insurance. And we have an eligibility specialist who's she's excellent. She can help get you hooked up with, um, with the right what the right means. Well, it's it's an important thing to have uh, resources and uh, health care available for people uh, in this and all communities. So this is great work that these guys are doing. Allnations.health. That's www.allnations.health. If you want to find out more about the Indigenous Heritage Celebration or but all the things All Nations can do for you. Anything else you want to add before we get you out of here? Yeah, man. You can check us out online on Facebook.com slash All Nations Missoula. We're on Instagram as well, at all Nations Missoula. And we got a phone number, too, 406-829-9515. It's so fascinating, too, how uh, the Instagram thing is just taking off, right? Like, that's, like, such a great way to purvey information, right? So uh, if, if you want to go follow these guys, get them on your Instagram, too. Easy for you to click, and boom, you got all sorts of information right at your fingertips. Check us out. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Thomas McClure from the All Nations Health Center. The Indigenous Heritage Celebration next weekend, June 16th through the 18th. Ogren Park Allegiance Field. Go check it out. It'll be a fun time. Watch some baseball, see a talent show, all sorts of fun stuff. We'll uh, we'll keep on reminding you for the next couple weeks. Thanks for being here, man. This was fun. Yeah, I appreciate the time. More Community Spotlight. There's a three-on-three coming on uh, this next weekend. Thomas is playing in it. 
I'm trying to lobby. Maybe, I don't know. I'm, I'm scared I'm going to tear my Achilles. But maybe we'll get a squad out there. Either way, Jayton Simpson from the City Life Center here to tell you more about the Garden City Shootout 3-on-3 tournament down there at Southgate Mall. We'll do that next. It's our Pepsi Youth Sports segment. Keep it right here. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. The advocates can help you if you've been injured in an automobile, motorcycle, pedestrian, or even a dog bite accident. For additional information on other types of cases that the advocates handle, you can always visit MontanaAdvocates.com. You can chat with an experienced attorney with no upfront out-of-pocket expense. Visit online or call 406-640-4444 today. Or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. It's is now on 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. We usually like to theme the music around here, especially uh, when my main guy, Rajim Seabrook, is in studio. So we always uh, debate what we're going to listen to. But then today I was I was uh, asking him about 90s female R&B artists. So that's, uh, that's our theme of the day. We got a little Aaliyah right now. Gone too soon, man. I, it's so funny because of all the people I put on the playlist today, she actually might even be the one that could have been my favorite if she just would have had more, a longer career but tragically died at such a young age. But uh, don't worry. A little Janet Jackson, a little Tony Braxton, maybe even some TLC coming at you. Always love talking music on the sports radio. It's Nuana's Now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. Thanks so much for hanging out with us here on a Wednesday. It is a Wing It Wednesday presented by the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill. If you call us right now, 406-888-1029, caller number four. We got 12 wings to the Despo. Caller number four, 406-888-1029. We also, though, have our Pepsi U Sports segment. We're going to talk some Garden City 3-on-3, the great event back, uh, an illustrious return, shall we say, at the Southgate Mall. Uh, not this weekend, but the next weekend. Jayton Simpson, who has joined us once already this spring to talk about this event. He's back now that it's officially summer. And uh, we'll throw in some some swag, some, you know, all the good stuff for you for the Garden City Shootout with your wings. So call us right now, 406-888-1029. Caller number four. we got a dozen wings. It is a Wing It Wednesday presented by the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill. Uh, this is fun because I've known both you guys for a minute, but we've never had you guys both on together. You guys were having a little reunion out front. I think Rajim gr- greeted Jayton as uh, in a high-pitched voice, my favorite Grizzly tight end of all time. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, uh, it's good having both of you guys in here. Now, you know I don't sound like that. And, you, and, it, and, it, and eventually these cameras and these mics go off, brother. And, uh, you know... <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Uh, I gotta love it. Well, well, Jay Todd, uh, you were you and Josh Jones from the City Life Center were in a little while ago. But just tell people the broad details here. This the uh, 
Garden City Shootout back again, and uh, it's coming up right around the corner. Yeah, and lots of excitement and momentum behind it because we're at a good number of teams already so far. Unofficially, about 85 teams, which is really nice. nice. Also, this year, we're bringing back the two-day tournament. I think that's one of the biggest things, lots of momentum behind that. Last year was one year or one day. The year before that, we didn't do it due to, you know, circumstances. Sure. But now we're back. Two days, Saturday, Sunday, June 18th and 19th, the three-on-three Garden City Shootout. It's awesome. It's a fun event down there at Southgate Mall, and uh, this should be uh, a very fun deal. This is also in part to benefit the City Life Center. I know you talked about this organization before, but just tell people again. And then I have a question for Rajim because he's worked so much with the youth in this community. But just tell people just kind of what the City Life Center does. Yeah, absolutely. The City Life Community Center located right off Russell and Fairview, I believe, is an intersection right across from the fairgrounds. Yep. It's a whole community center. Everything in there. If you want to play basketball, there's a full-blown basketball gym in there. If you want to do indoor paintball, there's a reball court downstairs of this community center. If you're interested in financial services or other nonprofits that are servicing our community, City Life Community Center houses over 15 different nonprofits, including the Boys and Girls Club, Thrivent Financial, as, as well as a few others that, again, vital parts of our community. And there's a student center there as well. The Student Center has a bunch of TVs with game consoles where the youth, our beloved youth, can go to a safe place and go and study after school, go hang out and, you know, and have a safe place with their peers um, to, um, I would say, almost unwind because our youth goes through a lot. I'll just say that. Our youth is going through a lot. So City Life Community Center, uh, I believe off the top of my head, 1515 Fairview. I don't know why that just rolled off, but uh, hopefully Josh Jones, I got that right. Kind of love it. You work so much with youth around uh, this community, around a lot of communities, but it, it seems like having a, a sense of community or a, some sort of communal element when the school day is over it is impactful to, to young people when they're coming of age or at a certain age, at a formative age. So, uh, I mean, just tell people how much just a place like City Life, where it is you know, a positive place for kids to go and, and meet each other and grow and all that sort of stuff, how, how much can that impact positively the psychology of the youth? Uh, it impacts them greatly. I, I, I'm one of those kids that was raised by community uh, involvement. Uh, back east, we had this thing called the Police Athletic League. Sure. Uh, which partnered with Golden Gloves. Like, there yep. was just this continuous partnership uh, between um, kids and things post-school. And much like when I was growing up until today, most parents are still working. For sure. So right. from 3 three to 6 o'clock, parents are still out there grinding. And then if you look at the boon of after-school programs from the late 70s up to current day, we were losing kids. Uh, to, to drugs, to other things that just weren't healthy and, and conducive to, to, to their well, overall well-being. So things like City Life Centers, like the YMCA's, the Boys and Girls Club, um, Missoula Youth Football, uh, some of the AAU things going on, it keeps our kids safe. But it also puts them around adults who are, who are proactive in uh, building up the minds, the bodies, and the souls of these kids. So regardless of your affiliation uh, with with anything supporting a child, go out there and support these organizations to support our kids because healthy kids make healthy adults. Healthy adults make a healthy community. Rajim Seabrook, Jayton Simpson, both in studio with me, Coulter Nuanas, here on Nuanas Now. It's our Pepsi Youth Sports segment. Jayton here on behalf of the Garden City 3-on-3. Three three. Uh, tell people... If they, you said you got a fair amount of teams, but if people are still looking to sign up and all that sort of stuff, where can they find it? Where can you go fill out your roster? Yeah. 
a couple of different ways. If you're looking to turn in a paper roster, you can drop it off at the City Life Community Center. And the address I did say was correct, 1515 Fairview. Or you can drop it off at Southgate Mall. And that's for your paper registrations. If you like to go online and fill out a registration, you most certainly can do that as well. You can visit citylifemt.com or you can find me on my Facebook, Jayton Simpson. <laughs> so this uh, this jersey you're wearing, uh, do people get one of these when they sign up? Hey, you, the only way you can get one of these is to be the tournament director. <laughs> <laughs> this is the special jersey. <laughs> this is the special jersey, or you actually win your bracket. That's good. Now, okay. we have divisions from second grade all the way up through men's elite, and our elite division is actually growing quite competitive. I'm not sure where all of these big-name teams are coming in, <laughs> but I've seen some interesting names on these yeah. rosters. So we have, again, brackets, divisions, all the way up from second grade all the way through men's elite. We also have our community division, which we have a couple of organizations who are putting a team in. I'm not sure if ESPN going to have see, a team in worse I've been meaning to talk to you about this. Uh-huh. Are, we, are, we trying to play, are we trying to play in this? How's your game right now? I'm solid, man. As long as, <laughs> as, as, long as everyone else on the court is over 70, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> we, we need age brackets and height brackets. Give me the six foot and under 50 and over division and maybe. I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, though. The other, the other tier, this is just completely shooting from the hip, but I'm wondering, it, I know you don't even have to confirm this for me or not, but I just, I always thought some of the great, they, I, the uh, the 30 for 30 series just put out a new documentary all about the and one street ballers and what sort of phenomenon that was, how much that changed just the culture of basketball. But I was thinking you could do one of those on three on three culture in like the rural Pacific Northwest, like between Spokane Hoop Fest and Montana, because there's some teams that have been around forever. I remember the desert horse teams that J.R. Campbell. Bro, I mean, we, I remember playing against J.R. Campbell. Lost them a lot. That's what I'm saying. I remember playing, I remember playing those guys when you're 14, when you're 24, when you're 30. For, I mean, and they keep getting older. They keep on winning like they're beating high school kids they're just kicking people's butts so it is it's funny the uh, the legends that can emerge on the blacktop uh, but this should be uh, a super fun event again it's uh june 17th at the 18th down there at south or is it 18th and 19th excuse me you got it 18th uh, and 19th father's it. day weekend that's right so here here's your schedule you got the indigenous heritage celebration the 16th through the 18th that's why i got the dates all muddled then you got the garden city shootout the 18th and 19th so do this. Just go hang out, celebrate all the great native peoples around Montana on that Thursday, Friday, and then go Garden City Shootout Saturday, Sunday. Seems like a pretty good uh, Father's Day weekend to me. Anything else people need to know about this or any way they can get involved? Uh, you know, I, I mean, are you guys having any, any, do you guys need officials or what, are the, what sort of stuff do you guys need? Yeah, I am so glad you asked that. We are still looking for some volunteer officials, and actually there is some compensation in that as well. So if you like, if you love basketball, don't want to play, but you want to be around, please again visit the City Life Community Center or stop by the Southgate Mall or contact me directly. But also, we're going to be doing a giveaway, a free entry into the tournament on the 12th at Southgate Mall. And if you're interested in or one of those last-minute teams waiting last minute to get uh, your team name in, hint, hint, see us at the t- on the 12th at the mall. You might have a chance to get your uh, a free entry into the tournament. But for the most part, all you have to do is sign up. That's the biggest thing right now. Sign up, sign up, sign up. Register City Life Community Center or visit Southgate Mall. Jaytown Simpson in studio with us here on Nuanas now Garden City three on three coming up Father's Day weekend there uh, at the Southgate Mall. You got a squad? You playing? 
No, I am not playing. Because you, you had the Achilles kind of recently, right? See, this you is had the thing. To bring I'm it up. I'm going to cry know, on camera, on radio. So, you can't see me cry, so but you'll hear it. Here's the thing. I, I used to hoop every single day, and I fell out of it for a complete batch of drama that we won't even get into. I'll tell you guys <laughs> off air. But... Good story time. Yeah, right, right. But but then I always had this lingering fear, like, man, am I going to be the guy who didn't play for three years and I go back and I pop my Achilles? And then you come in and tell me the story that that actually happened to you, bro. That sucks. Yeah, but yeah. you're feeling okay now? Yeah, I, I'm very thankful. You know, an injury like this can really hit you, not only physically but mentally. Well, especially, so when, you're, you know, especially when you're 6'5 and you. <laughs> well, I mean, it's yeah. a long rehab. When man. you are an active person, sure. it hits you hard. And so I'm thankful for my family. Big shout out to my wife, my grandma, my daughter. My, I mean, the whole squad has helped me come through this recovery. Um, but hint, hint, every athletic person out there. Please do your stretches, that's and right. not just standard stretches, but dynamic and static. Hey, that's a good PSA for sure. Well, this is fun. I'm glad this event is back. Uh, it's a great part of Missoula. I remember playing in this thing all the way back in the second grade division like they have available still. The Garden City Shootout, June 18th and 19th down there at the Southgate Mall. Go get signed up. You can sign up down there at the mall. You can swing by the City Life Center. You can find all the stuff online. Go do it. Uh, it'll be a fun weekend. And if you're not playing, just go check it out. I mean, great way to be around the community. Hopefully the weather is nice and a great way to give back to a lot of great local businesses and organizations, including the City Life Center, which is uh, one of the hosts of the Garden City 3-on-3. That is our Pepsi Youth Sports segment. Jayton Simpson in studio with myself, Rajim Seabrook. This is Nuanas Now. How about a little NFL talk? I've been itching to do it. Almost every team in the league has now opened up training camp. We'll have a uh, open-ended and unprepared discussion about the NFL right after this as part of our ESPN Roundtable. Our one of the books, hour two coming at you. Nuanas now. Keep it right here, 102.9 FM, ESPN Missoula. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. Get Commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 